Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax Products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. You know, kitchens are certainly a lot more cheerful than they used to be. Not only the clean white kitchen equipment, it's the gay window curtains, the colorful dishes and wall plants and other bright ideas. And, of course, another reason why your kitchen is brighter today is the Johnson self-polishing glow coat you put on your floors. It's really surprising how glow coat gives even dull, faded linoleum new life and sparkle. It's easy to use. You simply apply it and let it dry. But all those results... In just a few minutes, Johnson's glow coat dries to a smooth wax polish that fairly sparkles with beauty. Once again, the pattern in your linoleum shows up clear and new. Its colors gay and fresh, its surface smooth and shining. And, of course, with regular glow coat protection, your linoleum and other floors keep bright and new-looking years longer. And when I say bright, that's exactly what I mean. The shine you get with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat has to be seen to be believed. When a man decides to make some alterations on his house, it's usually the little woman who keeps the final result from looking like a Taj Mahal annex to Duffy's Tavern. And here at 79 Westful Vista, clavicle deep in plans and blueprints, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Well, now, let me see. Beaver board with a cross beam here and a strut brace there and some beaver board right here next to the beaver board. You're certainly eager with that beaver board, dearie. It's very handy stuff. Without beaver... Hey, who's, who's the best architect in town? Well, search me, but do we have to have the best for a job like this? Isn't that a little like calling in a surgeon from Johns Hopkins to slice the ham for dinner? <laughs> the best is none too good for me to see. <laughs> I'm not the type of guy that cuts corners. I'm strictly the type of guy who goes first class on everything. Hand me the classified director. There you are. Thanks. I warn you, though, good architects come high. Yeah. Hey, here's an outfit sounds good. Doric P. Corinthian and Associates. Consulting architect. They're no good. How do you know? Didn't you read what it said? Hmm? They're consulting architects. What? <laughs> if they were any good themselves, they wouldn't have to consult any architects. My gosh, I never thought of that. Smart thinking, kiddo. Thank you. Now, let me see. How's about Dormer and Franck? They're the guys that designed the Civic Opera building. Yes, and the acoustics in there are terrible. Remember the night we went to hear Nelson Eddy and he sounded like Carmen Lombardo? <laughs> that was Carmen Lombardo. They give me the wrong tickets. Oh. <laughs> now, let me see. My gosh, there's a hundred architects in this town. I ought to be able to find one of them. Come in. Well, for the... Hi, Wimp. Hello, Mr. Wimple. Hello, folks. I hope I'm not intruding. (laughs) 
Not at all, Wimple, old man, not at all. Just trying to get the name of a good architect. Say, uh, Mr. Wimple, who designed your house? Well, I did in a way. Yeah? <laughs> that is, I laid it out the way I wanted it, mm-hmm. and then Sweetie Face laid me out and fixed it the way she wanted it. <laughs> Sweetie Face, that's my big old wife. Yeah. Yeah, we know. How many rooms, Wimp? Well, <laughs> Sweetie Face thinks it's nine. But I know it's ten. Yeah. There's a sliding panel off the dining room that leads to a secret room upstairs. Oh. That's where I keep my bird books and things. Your what, Mr. Wimple? My bird books. <laughs> this is one of my bird books right here. Oh. I'm going bird watching this afternoon. Would you like to join me? No, thanks, Wimple. I got to get in touch with an architect. Uh, Mr. Wimple. Yes. Uh, I don't want to seem impertinent, but uh, just what is so fascinating about bird watching? It seems to be a very popular hobby. Uh, what do you get out of it? It's quite simple, Mrs. McGee. Maybe I'm silly, but I'd rather look at a bird through the lens of a camera than the sights of a shotgun. Oh. I'd rather hear them singing in a meadow than sizzling in a frying pan. Oh. <laughs> and I happen to think that they're much more beautiful flashing through the trees than lying in the back of a car. No, I think maybe you got something there, Wimp. You can watch birds all day long, and you won't see one with a bomb under his wing. Mm -hmm. When you've seen a little of their courage and devotion to their homes and families, you can understand why it took men so long to learn to fly. Nature didn't trust them with wings. You can see what happened when they got them. Well, our wings are used on a lot of errands of mercy, too, Mr. Wimple. There are still more bluebirds than there are vultures. Oh, I suppose so. You know... I watched a vulture one afternoon out in Wyoming. <laughs> no kidding, Wimp. Interesting? Interesting? It was frightening. Yeah? After two hours, I discovered he was watching me. <laughs> well, I hope you find an architect, Mr. McGee. Goodbye now. So long.
did you call Mrs. Carstairs for the name of her architect? Yeah, and she tried to give me the old razzmatazz, but I know when I'm being kidded. Why, what do you mean? What'd she say? She says the guy that always does her stuff is primarily a naval architect. And I says I thought the design was pretty standard on them, and... and... (laughs) Just then, we were disconnected. I'll try her again later. Well, let it go, McGee. (laughs) For the type of alteration you have in mind, I don't think... Come in. Oh, it's Mayor Latrivia. Good day, Your Honor. Good day, Molly. Hello, McGee. Hi, Alfred. Hey, that's quite an impressive batch of blueprints you have there. Yep. Designing a governor's mansion for the state of Georgia with revolving doors. (laughs) Nope, we want to fix up this house a little, Latriv. Trying to get in touch with a good architect for some advice. You know a good architect, Latriv? Well, the chap who designed the city hall is a friend of mine, McGee. His name... Trinity Brothers, too, I presume. No, no, he was a deke and I was a delt. (laughs) Well, that was... How was that again, Latrip? I said Henry was a deke and I was a delt. Meaning what? Delta Kappa Epsilon and Delta Tau Delta. I said Henry was a deke and I was a delt. Meaning what? Delta Kappa Epsilon and Delta Tau Delta. Watch your language in front of my wife, Latrivia. <laughs> I speak a little Spanish myself, you know. <laughs> that was not Spanish, that was Greek. They were Greek fraternities. My gosh, no kidding. I always thought Latrivia was kind of an Italian name, but with you being so dark-haired and all, I can see now... Please, please. I'm not Greek. You must know Well, and how did you get into a Greek fraternity? Yeah. Wasn't that cheating a little, Mr. Mayor? No. No, it was not. Out of all my brothers, I don't believe there was a single one who had even... Your brothers? How many brothers did you have in college? Well, I think there were about 32 active ones. Ah. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Thirty-two brothers all going to college together. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I always said that large families... This was only... not a large family. When I said brothers, I was using the fraternal term. Yeah, but you... My Dello Feltz and my fellow Delts no, were members no, of... No, no, no. Take it easy, Latreff. Give it a chance. Why, certainly. I think any family that can send 33 brothers to college at the same time... Say, wait a minute. How can that be? The oldest and the youngest would have to be 33 years apart Unless they were twins and They were not twins They weren't my real brothers Oh, faking it so you could get a reduced rate on the tuition, eh? (laughs) Well, by George, if the faculty ever knew that all... They were not getting a reduced faculty for the Dukes and the Bells A Dukes and Boots Adults Look, when I said my brothers, I meant my maternity Uh, (laughs) My... My freak fraternity. Oh. My freak fraternity. The Delta Bell, the Geldus. Alpha Tuta, Boo, Goofa. I. You were the ones. I was. It was. It was I. McGee. <laughs> Did you know that in certain localities, large blueprints like those are used for ponchos? Ponchos? Yes. Yes, the head is thrust through a hole in the middle. But these haven't got a hole in the middle. Well, that's easily... Blueprint. Try this one for size. Uh-huh. Hey, cut that. It's a little loose around the ears, but then you are too. Good day. <laughs> Oh, 
Hey, take this thing off me, sure will you? Sure, I will. Thanks. Was he sore about something? Well, he did seem a little annoyed. Hmm. Imagine what it was like when all his 32 brothers got to fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was great, though, that they all got into the same sorority. <laughs> Fraternity, dearie. Fraternity? What's the difference? Sororities only take in women. Oh, yeah? I know a couple of fraternity men that got taken in by sorority women. Hey, uh... <laughs> what blueprint did Latrivia ruin? This one here. Was it an important one? Uh, these are plans I made once for a midget auto racer. I just added them to the pile to make it look impressive. <laughs> hey, I gotta get an architect. Now, McGee, all this talk about getting an architect is silly. What do you mean, silly? I like to do business with experts. I got a toothache, I go to a dentist. I need a haircut, I go to a barber. I get foot trouble, I go to a pediatrician. <laughs> A pediatrician is a baby doctor I don't care if he's a newborn infant If he can fix my foot <laughs> When I need the services of an architect By George Hunt Hello, Molly Hello, pal Did I hear you say something about an architect? Yes, I think you did You know of a good one, Mr. Wilcox? I'll say I do My brother's an architect Big Flagstone Wilcox oh. <laughs> He's out in Omaha But I can send him a wire if it's urgent No, thanks, Junior This job isn't that important I merely want some expert advice On a problem that's come up uh, what kind of buildings does your brother design, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, any kind. He just finished a new public ballroom and a municipal zoo. Turn out okay, kid? Better than anybody expected. Mm -hmm. He got the blueprints mixed up, and the dance hall has dens for wolves, space for stags, and a cage on the bandstand where they can hold that tiger. Well, he doesn't seem to be exactly the type to do this job for McGee, Mr. Wilcox. All McGee wants is some advice. Yeah, I could handle the whole thing myself, you understand, but why beat my brains out on something that ain't my racket? Slip a good architect a couple of bucks, I say, and get it done right, I says. That's my motto. Hey, hey, how about Frank Lloyd Wright? You, uh, you mean the Frank Lloyd Wright? The one that dreamed up that fancy building for Johnson's Wax and Racine? The one they bought so much glass for that Libby no longer owed anybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, the greatest modern architect in the world. He designs buildings that breathe. Well, we... <laughs> we don't... <laughs> we don't care if this one breathes or not, Mr. Wilcox. No. In fact, our plumbing snores so loud right now that we don't... Hey, mind. let me wire Mr. Wright. He'll be tickled to death to give you some advice. You said give, Junior? Yes. Is. That's the one I left out a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Frank was strictly a lay 50 grand on the line, and I'll tell you what color bricks you can have, man. Well, gee whiz, you're connected with the company, aren't you? In a way. When Mr. Wright learns that you helped sell that Johnson's Wax, uh -oh. that famous boon to housekeepers the world over, the product that makes a house look clean, smell clean, and be clean, yeah. the Johnson's Wax that sneers at dust, laughs at fingerprints, and smiles at housekeepers. Yeah, Mr. Wilcox, we're quite familiar with Why, all that. Why, when Mr. Wright learns that you too did in Johnson's Wax, yeah, the but... polish that protects your belongings against dust and dampness, yeah, but the guards the... and beautifies your floors, furniture, woodwork, windowsills, banisters, luggage. And a hundred other uses. Imagine me being able to put you in touch with the very man who designed the Johnson Wax Administration Building. Why, it's fate, boy. It's Kismet. What's his first name? <laughs> now look, Waxy. Yes, pal? You won't have any gasoline left in a minute. I think I hear your motor running. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, pal. I'll see you later, Molly. Architect, for the job you have in mind, why don't you just please, call... Please, kiddo, please. You don't understand. If this was just any old house, it wouldn't matter. But this is where you live. Oh. My wife. Oh. 
the girl I married. It's why it, it's got to be perfect. That's why I say let's not cut corners on this project. Why, why, dearie, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you really feel that way about it, go ahead and get the very best architect available. Spare no expense. Oh, hey, hey, now, wait a minute. Let's not go haywire. <laughs> After all, five bucks worth of advice is all I really need. The rest is a cinch. <laughs> all right, Pat, you your own way. Okay, I, okay. I'm going upstairs and comb my hair. You might straighten up that pile of blueprints if you have time. <laughs> okay, I will. Ah, there goes a good kid. She could have married any one of ten fellas with more money and brains than I got. But no, she wanted a guy with charm and personality. <laughs> After all, what's money? Just a lot of cold <laughs> paper. Gives you a false set of values. And I could use a false set of values right now. <laughs> when that architect is going to charge me what... Come in. Hi, mister. Huh? Oh, hi, Jeannie. Shut that door. Okay. Gee, mister, what you doing with all the blueprints, huh? What you doing? Shut that door. Okay. Gee, mister, what you doing with all the blueprints, huh? What you doing with them? Hmm, what you, hmm? <laughs> what did I say? You said blueprints. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Being a kid, you're naturally unfamiliar with blueprints. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but in answer to your question of recent date, beg to state and reply that I'm planning a few alterations on this house, Teeny. You don't happen to know a good architect, do you? Well, uh, a good what, mister? Architect. What's an architect? <laughs> architect. An architect is... Now, 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 wait a minute till I whip up one they can quote in the trade papers. <laughs> an architect, sis, is a man who spends 15 years studying Europe, learning how to design marble Renaissance railroad stations, mm -hmm. and then spends the rest of his life turning out stucco bungalows with chromium furniture and shake roofs that certainly will if they don't put another thousand bucks into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it <laughs> Wasn't very good anyway I guess the mysteries of building construction Are a little intricate for a child of my age <laughs> For a child of my age too, for that matter Say, look, mister If you're gonna build another room on this house How's about doing me a favor? How's about it? How's that? Oh, I doubt if I'll go that far with my alterations, Teeny But what's the favor? Well, it isn't really for me, mister It's for Miss Yagley who? Miss Yakely. She's my teacher. Oh, she is, eh? And she... Hmm? I said she is, eh? It's what? Your teacher. Who? Miss Yagley! I know it. <laughs> you don't have to yell at me like that. Okay, okay. What's the favor you want me to do for Miss Yagley? Well, let her rent the new room from you. She can't afford to pay very much, mister, but, oh, she's awful nice. Isn't Miss Yagley happy where she's living now? No. Well, why doesn't she move to another place? They haven't got her chained to the doorknob, have they? Mister, sometimes I wonder how you get along. Hmm? On a teacher's salary, you don't live where you want to. You live where you have to. Yes, I hear it. I but... heard her telling my mom about where she lives. Oh. She says she has to knock icicles off the faucet to brush her teeth. Oh, gee, that sounds very uncomfortable. I bet you it is, I bet you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Miss Yagley told my mama that one of these days she's going to kick the principal just for the joy of getting into hot water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, mister, if you build an extra room. King's Men Sing, Rickety Rickshaw Man. 
There's a coolie name of Julie runs a rickety rickshaw South of Peking, 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 China And he goes clippity-clop-clop, clippity-clop-clop-clop As he hobbles down the cobblestone street He's romantic, hop, his antics are the talk girlies South of Peking, 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 China Their hearts go flippity-flop-flop Flippity-flop-flop-flop As he hobbles down the cobblestone street For the first quarter of a mile He'll only charge a pretty girl a smile For every quarter after this He collects a kiss Yum! When the moon is high And ladies sigh The rickety-rickshaw Comes a-creaking In old Peking, China and he goes clippity-clop-clop, clippity-clop-clop-clop, as he hobbles down the cobblestone street. The other drivers are all connivers. They drive you round about and pound about the city. But he isn't like the other coolies. No wonder they call for Julie. His flat rate is only a date When the moon is high and lady sigh The rickety rickshaw comes Creak, 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 creaking Clippity-clop-clop, rickety rickshaw Rickshaw Molly Latrivia called. He said he was sending an architect out for consultation. Well, that was very thoughtful of him, I'm sure. Yeah. I hope you know exactly what you're going to consult the architect about, though. You leave it to me, Tootsie. I talk them guys' language. I even got a book here on architecture. You know what a plinth is? I haven't the slightest idea. How do you spell it? P-L-I-N-T-H. It's the bottom of a statue or the lowest base of some masonry. Well, for goodness sakes, what'll they think of next? Yeah. I also know what a pediment is. A pediment is... Oh, that must be the architect. Hand me that compass there. I want to look busy with these blueprints. Okay. Come in. Now then, if I insert a couple of mullions supported by a strong back, the stress will be perpendicular to the horizontal... Which what we... the devil is this nonsense? Doctor, is that you? Yes. If you hadn't been so involved putting on that corny act, dearie, you'd have known who it was. He thought you were an architect, doctor. Well, he'll never fool an architect with that kind of sheep dip. Personally, I don't know an Etruscan temple from a Quonset hut, but I could spot Egghead for a phony as far as I could hear him. Oh, yeah? Well, for your information, blood count, I've learned more about architecture just from reading in the last two days than you've learned about medicine in your whole murdering career. Oh, now, McGee, that's a pretty strong statement. Dr. Gamble is a very eminent member of the medical profession, you know. Thank you. Guilty as charged. Eminent my clavicle. I wouldn't trust him to remove the warts from a dill pickle. <laughs> He couldn't diagnose a case of ginger ale if it was dripping down his vest. Uh, Schnauzerpuss? Yes? Your derision arouses me like a deep-sea diver bobbing for apples. If the Smithsonian Institute ever saw your defense mechanism, they'd grab it for their collection of primitive machinery. <laughs> now, what is all this tutti-frutti about an architect? Well, doctor himself here is planning a little remodeling, and he wants some advice from an architect. I know it's a little out of character for him to take advice. But 
I think it should be encouraged. I don't have to take it just because I asked for it, you know. Now we're back in character, aren't we? Have you got an architect coming out, buzzard head? Mm. Or, did they, or did they all have time to look up your credit rating? Well, Mayor Latrivia is sending one out, Doctor. And because... by the way, Bonebender, you've been awfully quiet lately about Fifi Tremaine. What's cooking on the front burner, Romeo? Or has Latrivia given you the bum's rush? My boy, I am happy to report that Miss Tremaine is well and happy, beautiful and available, and is having dinner with me tonight at a small rendezvous with bright waiters and dim lights. Uh-huh. Oh. And is the mayor still in the picture, Doctor, or has medicine made politics take a back seat? Don't worry, Molly. Latrivia will be in there pitching till Fifi elopes with some guy these two saps never heard her mention. <laughs> I know exactly. My goodness, I wonder who that could be. You think that could be the architect? Yeah, I suppose it might. Awful quick for him to get here. Oh, I don't know. Uh, would it be silly of me to suggest that you open the door and find out? Or am I just a yeah, I sp- old man? Not a bad idea, crude old man. <laughs> Come in. How do you do? I'm Stanford Whittington Franless III, the architect. How do you do, I'm sure. This is my husband, Mr. McGee, and this is Dr. Gamble. Hi, bud. How do you do, Mr. Franless? Madam, Mr. McGee, doctor. Oh, Mayor Latrivia was an old classmate of mine at college. Oh, yes, he and his 32 brothers. I, uh, beg your pardon? Large family. Greeks. Oh. <laughs> really, I, I never suspected uh, may I ask what your problem is, Mr. McGee? You betcha, bud. But first, I'd like to know a little about your qualifications. I'm not taking advice from just any old barn builder, you know. A reasonable attitude, I'm sure. Don't you think so, Franless? Why, I... <laughs> yes, well, I'm not really accustomed to having my credentials questioned. Oh, uh, well, just tell him where you were born and educated and went to school and what buildings have you built and a few simple facts like that. <laughs> just once over light, bud. I, uh... Oh, well, very well. Educated Groton, Harvard, Ecole de Beaux-Arts in Paris, various colleges in Rome, England, Vienna, and the Orient. Hmm. Scholarships in seven universities, degrees from six, designed the police station, Upper Crenshaw, Withington, Hans, Divonshire. <laughs> the, uh, the opera building in Hockenachenstein, Bavaria. <laughs> the Academy of Music in Madrid, innumerable private dwellings and five office buildings in Egypt, Bolivia, Surabaya, Vladivostok. And a Chinese laundry in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. <laughs> One more test question, bud. If you're an act, uh, if you're an architect, you know what a flint is. <laughs> I uh, certainly, you know, I use it in the class song which I wrote for the Academy of Architecture in Vienna. What was the name of the song? Someday my plinth will come. Oh. <laughs> you have a very impressive record, Mr. Franless. Why don't you tell him what you want, McGee? You want the blueprint spread out again, dearie? No, thanks. I can show him better. Come on out in the kitchen, bud. Certainly. Uh, may I come, too? I wouldn't miss this for all the beef in Texas. Why, certainly, doctor. Come on along. Now then, bud, uh, you see them wall cabinets up there? Yes, I do. I'm putting some new doors on them. And what I want to know from you is, which would look better? Glass knobs or wooden knobs? <laughs> I, uh, may I ask one question? Now, what is it, Mr. Franless? Does Mayor Latrivia wear a bulletproof vest? I was reading one of those books on olden times the other day. You know the sort of thing, all about days of old when knights were bold and wore a coat of shining armor. Well, I give you two guesses what popped into my mind. That's right, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, that modern coat of shining armor that protects your kitchen floor. 
Regular Glow Coat Care makes your linoleum last years longer. It's easy to apply. There's no rubbing or buffing. Yet in 20 minutes, Glow Coat dries to a bright wax shield that guards every inch of your floor. With Johnson's Glow Coat, when you spill something or when the children track in dirt, you no longer have to perform a major cleaning operation. You simply wipe the smooth wax surface with a damp cloth. And right away, your floor is clean and nice as ever. Coat of shining armor? Yes, I think that description fits Johnson's self-polishing glow coat rather well. Try it yourself and see. Well, McGee, uh, did you read in the paper where this week is Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy's 10th anniversary on the air? Yes, and they're both to be congratulated. I hope they stay on the air another 10 years, and I hope we'll still be here to congratulate them again. My goodness. You know, it must take a lot of fast thinking to be a ventriloquist, yeah. to change your voice so fast and all. Oh, Bergen's a quick thinker, all right. In fact, I've heard it said that with his hat off, he's got one of the coolest heads in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.